Hi, welcome back to Listen, Learning Language Arts with Miss Lebowski. This is episode two of our podcast titled Books. And I am so excited for you to join me today because we have our very first guest. Her name is Madison, and she and I had a wonderful conversation about books that you will get to listen in on. And I cannot wait for you to hear it. So get ready to sit back and listen. Before we jump right into the interview, there are a couple of things that I would like to talk about with you that will help you understand this podcast a little bit better. The first is that you're going to notice a few spots that glitch or that don't flow exactly correct. And I want to let you know why. Madison and I recorded this over the internet. We were not in person when we had our interview. And so we were really relying on technology. And unfortunately, as we already know, we had some technological issues and I've been working really hard to try and smooth it out, piece it all together. But like you already know, I am brand new to podcasts. So there are still some spots that are a bit glitchy and that don't flow. So I want to apologize for those. And also thank you for being patient and understanding as you push through this episode and a few of the technological issues. The other thing that I want to make sure you know is how this relates to our class novel, The Outsiders. The Outsiders was written in the late 1960s by an author named S.E. Hinton. She wrote it when she was only 15, and a big part of her inspiration came because she saw issues in her community. She saw problems, big problems happening, and she didn't feel like it was being discussed with teens or with kids or really with anybody. And so she felt compelled to tell this story of what she saw happening in the community around her. What's interesting and how this relates to our podcast is that a lot of people mark The Outsiders as the very first young adult book ever written. Before The Outsiders, you had children's literature and then you had adult literature and there wasn't a whole lot in the middle. And people believe that S.E. Hinton, by writing The Outsiders, really paved the way for this genre of young adult and that The Outsiders really helped start that movement of creating literature for the middle groups, whether that's the, the older kids or the teens before they become adults. So hopefully that helps you to see why it's so important for us to understand young adult literature and middle grades literature and how it all relates back to the interview with Madison. So without further ado, here is my interview with Madison. Hi, Madison. Thanks for joining us. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Madison, um, could you tell us where do you work? Because my students, it's been a big mystery and a lot of them probably have been where you work. I love mysteries. Uh, I am a bookseller at Little Shop of Stories on Decatur Square in Decatur, Georgia. Yes, and I know that my students frequently shop there. Uh, We are big fans of Little Shop of Stories. So I want to thank you for being with us today um, as we do this second episode. Well, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. 
I knew you were Madison <laughs> from the Little Shop of Stories, but then I looked a little closer and I saw that you are a writer and you do comedy too. Can you talk a little bit about yourself if you don't mind? Of course. Yes. I work at Little Shop of Stories. That is my job where I make some money. Um, but when I started working here, my bosses knew that my goals and my dreams uh, involve me being uh, what's called a screenwriter. So I'm not in the, the business of writing books. I write scripts that can be turned into uh, episodes of television uh, or films. And I love writing uh, in this way. It's definitely a different sort of skill than writing uh, a story or a poem or a book uh, because a script is meant to become something else. Um, I think of it as the table onto which the puzzle gets built, right? Because when I write a script, there are going to be actors who come in and say the words, and there are going to be people behind the camera who shoot the actors saying the words, and then there are sound mixers and people who add music to the film and uh costumers and makeup artists. And there's so many people who then get involved after the writing is done. So it's a, it's a special challenge to create a story that you know a lot of other people will eventually be involved with. Um, but I love comedy. I do some stand-up comedy. Um, I do some improv comedy, which is when you're just making stuff up. Uh, and sketch comedy, which is, uh, if you've ever seen anything from Saturday Night Live, these are going to be short scenes that are intentionally funny, um, but scripted, unlike improv, which is made up on the spot. And yeah, my, my love of comedy really drove me to start writing uh, comedic films and comedic television pilots. And um, it's been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really grateful to be able to write and, and act in some of my own work. Uh, and it's hard to make your own films. It's not a, an easy thing. And you have to have a whole lot of people around you who can help you. But uh, it's super satisfying. And with technology now, like if you can borrow a cell phone or if you have a cell phone, you can film a movie. And that's pretty amazing and something that generations before did not have access to. Um, I want to start by talking about um, the young adult genre. My students and I have been talking about it a little bit, but can you kind of give us an overview of what qualifies something as a YA or young adult book? Absolutely. So YA book is, is young adult and it's going to be written for people in the four, 13 to I'd say 19 to 20 range. Now, I, I hesitate to say that YA books are books for teens because we have a lot of adult readers who come to Little Shop of Stories who want to read YA. There's something very uh, special about this genre and something that I think continues to speak to people even after they're teenagers themselves. Uh, but it is truly trying to capture the teen experience, trying to write for readers of that age, both uh, in terms of reading level as well as maturity level. But, you know, another thing that we've learned or that I've learned being a bookseller and reading YA is that there's a pretty big spectrum, right? There are YA books that are definitely written for, you know, the 12 to 14 year old crowd. And there are other ones that, you know, content wise are pretty mature. Yeah. Right? We I love that you're bringing this up because this is exactly what uh, I wanted to talk about today. Because with our 
seventh graders, they are just entering into being teenagers. And so often they'll start to read a book and have to abandon it because of content or uh, material. So I love that you're bringing up that adults also read YA books and that sometimes um, that that title of YA can be a little misleading almost um, for some of the younger teens. Can you tell us a bit more about middle grades books? Yeah, so middle grade is uh, usually designated for ages 8 to 12. Um, it's going to be, you know, before young adult, but certainly after picture books. Uh, and also uh, it's going to be ahead of something like emerging readers, uh, which are, you know, these really early chapter books, things like Princess in Black or Mercy Watson, which are chapter books, but still highly illustrated. So middle grade, uh, you know, as as I've come to understand it as a bookseller is going to be majority text um, and it's going to yeah be for readers in that 8 to 12 range. But again, like we were talking about with YA, within middle grade, there's a spectrum, right? There are definitely going to be books that are geared towards the younger end, right? The eight to nine range. And then there are going to be books that are, you know, what we call upper middle grade, right? That really speak more to the 11, 12, even into 13 year olds. Um, and you know, one of the things that I love about middle grade and especially upper middle grade is that we have readers come into Little Shop of Stories all the time. And like they're really asking for emotionally complex and heavy books. And I, I think it's because, you know, the human body and the human brain, as you get into 10, 11, 12 years old, you're really starting to experience and want to practice and explore emotions for the first time emotions for the first time. So I love when a kid comes in and they're like, can I get a sad book? I'm like, ah, yes, practice sadness through this book today, friend. Um, and yeah, so so again, just like YA, there's there's definitely going to be a spectrum. So, you know, your students are, are probably still very happy reading some of these upper middle grade books because uh, they're amazing. As an adult, I love reading middle grade and I encourage adults that I know to read at least one middle grade book a year because uh, I think it's good for the soul. Yeah, that's awesome. And I was going to ask because my students are truly in between. A lot of them tell me they feel slightly too old for these middle grade books, but then the YA books, they're a little too mature. So it is people like you and Little Shop of Stories that they need to use as a resource, right? Because y'all are the experts, but some of them feel a little stuck right now with the pandemic because you're not able to just wander into certain bookstores. Do you have any tips of how they can get in touch with booksellers like you or Little Shop of Stories to purchase things? Absolutely. We love uh, recommending books and with our sales floor still being closed for browsing, it's one of the things that we miss the most. But we are here at the shop Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., which means we're answering the phones during those times. So uh, I know kids these days don't <laughs> on the phone, but you can uh, call us and we'd love to talk to you on the phone. If getting on the phone feels a little overwhelming uh, or it doesn't sound like something that you want to do, you can always email our general email address, which is info, I-N-F-O, at littleshopofstories.com and just say, hey, I'm, 
I'm, this is my age. These are some books that I like to read. What would you recommend? We can either just respond to you via email or we can actually set up an appointment for you to come and browse some books that we pick out for you. We'll just put them outside so that everybody gets to stay safe and you can just flip through them. Uh, we've got a nice little covered vestibule right outside the shop. So that's a great option. And we, we are starting to do some um, outdoor pop-up shops. It looks like Wednesday afternoons and Saturday afternoons. We're going to start just setting up some tables outside so that folks can come up and chat with one of the booksellers and, you know, just a little more informal. You wouldn't need to send an email or anything. You could just show up and it'll likely be Wednesdays 12 to 2 and also Saturdays 12 to 2. So we're, we're really trying to find ways to have these conversations because it is tricky. And when you are in sort of in between these two major brackets of, of books, um, it, it can be difficult to know what the right choice is for you. And something that I'll say is if, you know, even if you can't get in touch with one of us to get some recommendations, we, we have some rules of thumb that we use as booksellers. And one of them is paying really close attention to how old the protagonist is. If you pick up a middle grade book, and the protagonist is younger than you, you're probably going to feel like that book is too young for you. Um, if you're reading in middle grade as a seventh grader, I would definitely look for protagonists that are in the 12 to 13 or 14 year old range. Um, and you can usually figure that out by reading the back of the book, doing a little bit of research, or you know, if you have access to the book itself, you can, you can read a little bit about it. And then on the YA side, if you're just starting out in YA, I would steer clear of the books that have protagonists that are 19, 18, 17. At the older the protagonist, typically the older the content is going to be. So for YA books, for a new YA reader, I'm looking for books that have protagonists that are 13, 14, or 15, because that's usually a clue for me that the content is going to be more appropriate for a younger YA reader. Thank you for the tips about the protagonist. I haven't really thought about that, but that is a perfect way for them to navigate um, either of the genres, middle grades or YA. So thank you for that tip. Yeah, happy. And, you know, it's not a perfect tip, right? There are going to be, you know, books for younger kids that are going to be super compelling for, uh, you know, a reader in seventh grade. And they're also going to be YA books about 13 year olds that maybe dive into stuff that you're not ready for. But I do think it's a really good rule of thumb. Madison, thank you so much for your time today. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. I There's nothing I love more than talking about books and stories and storytelling. And um, I know it's a, a tricky time to be in school right now. My husband works in a school. And uh, yeah, I just, I appreciate teachers and students for being so flexible and curious and adventurous and brave. And, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna make it through. And we really look forward to seeing you back at Little Shop of Stories as soon as we can. Well, there you have it. Some really great tips and advice and information about this wonderful world of young adult literature and middle grades literature. So I hope that you found this helpful as you are navigating into this new territory of books and that you take it with you. So thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed another episode of Listen.